0: Hats off to David Posternak, who scored three goals in a big win over Colorado last night. Tell me once again that he should not be top 10, top 5, top 3 in terms of Hart Trophy consideration. You're locked on Bruins. Your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren. This is my cat Bessie, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine, free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit Fanduel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Today is Friday, January 19th. The Bruins winners last night over the Colorado Avalanche. They have another Eras night coming up tomorrow as they get set to host the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, we'll preview that one later on in the podcast. But first, got to talk about David Posternock. If you listened to the show yesterday, you would have heard me speak about the Locked On Heart Trophy Power Rankings this week, which somehow, inexplicably, had David Posternock outside of the top 10. Now, I don't know if he saw this list. Probably not. But he came out last night and proved once again why he is one of the game's very best. A three-goal performance in a 5-2 win over the Colorado Avalanche. He had eight shots on goal, which was by far a team high. In uh, over 21 minutes of ice time, he scored an even-strength goal. He scored a power play goal. He scored an empty net goal to secure the win for the Boston Bruins. And just a a splendid performance from David Pasternak, who said he um, felt a call to rise to the challenge, playing against top talents like Nathan McKinnon, who is in the Hart Trophy conversation. Uh, Kale McCarr on that list as well. Miko Rantanen just unbelievable too. He said, you always want to play against the top players and they just make it a little tougher. You wouldn't mind if you stay away from their line because they're unbelievable, but it's obviously challenging, good motivation to play against them. McKinnon Rantanen are unbelievable together and it's fun to play against those guys and quote, and uh, yeah, just some fantastic work. From uh, Charlie Coyle specifically, who helped um, keep the play alive with uh, a puck steal from Kale McCarr, dished it over to Pasternak, who opened the scoring just 44 seconds into the game. The line of Coyle, Marshon, and Pasternak has been playing fantastic together since being uh, united. And that's probably a trio that you want to keep together for the foreseeable future with Pavel Zaka currently playing with Jake DeBrusque and James Van Riemsdyk. Matt Potra seems close to returning to the lineup, so we'll see who the odd man out is in that one. But Teva Pasternak now, uh, you know, still second on the team in terms of all-time hat-tricks. I believe he's still 10 back of uh, phil esposito so some work to go there but his first of the season if you can believe it and he now has scored hat trick against 12 different teams joining cam neely who's got 13 and phil esposito also at 12 as the only other bruins in history team history to score a hat trick against 12 or more franchises among after- active players Alex Ovechkin has done it against 18 teams. Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin have done it against 13. And they've been around a lot longer than uh, than David Pasternak. So Pasta with just another unbelievable dominating performance. Stick tap to Charlie Coyle for making the first goal happen. Jake DeBrusk, who we'll talk about here in a minute, helped set up the, the second goal. Um DeBrusque found him alone behind the Colorado D, and uh, then Pasternak completed the hat-trick with an empty net goal uh, to make it 5-2. Now, Posternock in sole possession of third place in points this season with 64 through 44 games. He's nine back of second place, Nathan McKinnon and 11 back of league leader Nikita Kucherov. In terms of points per game, he is 4th behind Kucherov, McKinnon, and Connor McDavid. Goals, he's up to 3rd behind only Sam Reinhart of the Florida Panthers, who has 33. Austin Matthews has 37. Pasta's in 3rd at 29. But he's 10 points higher than austin matthews because he has 18 more assists matthews with the a pitcher's line of 37 goals 17 assists um to put him down in 11th in total scoring just not getting the helpers that you would expect from an elite player but again he's pretty much scoring at will right now so um If the Maple Leafs stick in the playoff race, then he will be in the Hart Trophy conversation as well. But right now, Pasternak's top three in goal scoring, top three in points, leads the league in shots on goal with another eight last night. And uh, the day after, or the night of me discussing him being outside the top 10 in those rankings on the Locked On Network, he comes up big with uh, 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 an impressive performance And uh, He wasn't the only one who came up big. We'll discuss contributions made by both Jake DeBrusque and Jacob Lauco here as the podcast continues. If you need to hire, then you need Indeed. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. Connect with candidates faster and get the highest quality candidates as well. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 global monthly visitors, according to their data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Listeners of this show will get $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to indeed.com/slash locked on right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on Locked On Boston Bruins. Indeed.com slash Locked On. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers at Indeed.com slash Locked On. The NFL playoff divisional round is up this weekend, and you can get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. Their app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. Uh, their new Explore tab allows you to find some bets you may not have thought of, and you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays. Visit FanDuel.com. Slash locked on to make your first bet, whether it be on the NFL, NHL, or NBA. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day, free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, Locked On has recently launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, David Aposternak, far and away the first star of last night's game. One that the score kind of hides... The underlying numbers, this is a very good avalanche team at five on five. They held the advantage in terms of shot attempts, 55 to 50. Uh, they had the advantage in shots, five on five, 28 to 23. A Slight edge in scoring chances, an edge in high danger chances, as well as expected goals. In all situations, shot attempts were 50-50. Uh, shots were pretty similar as well. 32 31 for the uh, Avalanche. When I say 50 50 for shot attempts, that's fit. The percentage of all shot attempts was even. Uh, scoring chances as well. A 50 50 split 32 for Colorado, 32 for Boston. And expected goals was fairly even as well. The Bruins just got the better of the Avs and Alexander Georgiev on this night. And that was highlighted by Jacob Lauko's first goal of the season. It was great to see Lauko uh, get off the schneid here. Uh, he said after the game that, you know, it's been a difficult year for him. He had that uh, scary injury early on in the season. And he's also been a bit in and out of the lineup. And it was nice to see him finally uh, cash in on that opportunity. Uh, Jacob Lauko with his first goal of the season. He also had um, a couple shots on goal, five hits in this one. So he was really bringing the energy in only eight minutes and 25 seconds of ice time. And it was fantastic to see. Um, him make that impact. another guy who's been making an impact lately is Jake debrusk. Uh, probably the best game he's had this season, and he's been off to a slow start. His numbers aren't quite tracking to what we would expect in a contract year, but he had a goal, and the primary assist last night on. A posture, not goal. He's now up to a more respectable ten goals, twelve assists in twenty for twenty-two points in forty-three games. He said he's got half the year to make up for this slow start. He's been in positions like this before, where he didn't think he could do it, but he knew he could do it at the same time, which makes it frustrating. Just kind of waiting patiently. You try different things, but you understand it's a long. Season And Jim Montgomery said, it seems to be getting repetitive here in the second half, but it seems like every game is his best game of the year. And that's a credit to him. His details, his habits, that play to pasta, that's a high-end play on the power play goal. DeBrusque showed some real foot speed, some second efforts, a 200-foot game that resulted in uh, his own tip-in tally in the first and the primary assist on Pasternak. And, um, to brusque, he's always at his best when he has that motor running at a high level. And, um, despite the fact that he was taken off the line with Koila Marchand, he still continues to roll and, and the Bruins need that. You know, there's some real questions about whether they'll make some moves prior to the deadline. They have very limited assets to do so. And we also know that Jake DeBrusque is a pending unrestricted free agent. What's his next contract going to look like? And will it be with the Boston Bruins? Do they kind of see him as an internal rental? And just hope that they can get the most out of him here as they try to work towards a contract resolution. If he just takes off, that's only going to, increases his value, increases ask on the open market. But it would benefit the team as well because they need that secondary scoring. They need him to be that kind of premier player that they believe he can be and that he showed, especially last year. While Pasternak has excelled in the post-Bergeron and Krejci era, Krejci, uh, sorry, the Brusks kind of taken a step back here. But as of late, He's been playing very well and hopefully he uh, can keep it going. And I say that selfishly as a a, a fantasy owner who uh, has been disappointed with his production so far. In in January, he's got four goals, two assists, for six total points, uh, almost matching his output for December, which was only at seven points, six points in November, three in November. October, So this is tracking to be his best month of the season. Uh, And it's coming at a great time for the Bruins. Uh, He had gone three games without a point, but he came back with the goal and the assist last night. So good on DeBrusque and uh, the Bruins. Yeah. An impressive win over a Colorado uh, avalanche team. That is indeed loaded with high end talent and, Nice for them to shake off the loss from a week ago uh, in that shootout decision. The Bruins are now five points clear of the Florida Panthers. Uh, The Panthers without Alexander Barkov at the moment. And they lost last night, I believe. Or did they not even play last night? They lost their last game anyways uh, to Detroit on Wednesday. And so the Bruins five points clear of Florida 11 points up on Toronto for third place with Detroit and Tampa one point back of Toronto for third in the Atlantic. So, so pretty tight, Uh, but the Bruins pulling away a little bit here from the Panthers and the Rangers five points up on both teams uh, and are six, one and three over their last 10, they won three in a row and uh, they have a great opportunity to add to that tomorrow night against the Montreal Canadiens, and that is a game uh, we'll preview here as the podcast continues. We are in the midst of one of the worst flu seasons of the past decade, and the FDA is reporting that pharmacies are running out of antibiotics, like amoxicillin, and the Jace Pack is... A fantastic solution. They have five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses like UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, and other things. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important. To be prepared, then, right now, go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Before we tee up tomorrow night's game against Montreal, a quick update on Milan Lucic. According to Tim, sorry Kim Tunnicliffe at WBZ, the Bruins forward appeared for a status hearing via zoom at Boston municipal court on a domestic charge here on Friday morning, a jury trial has been set for February 16th. So this is going to trial and Lucic is accused of dragging his wife by the hair during an argument back in November, uh, incredibly unfortunate situation. We hope, uh, His wife and their children are getting the support that they need, uh, that he's getting help as well. Can't see him coming back to the Bruins anytime soon. uh, And uh, just wish everybody all the best here and and hope for a resolution that benefits uh, everyone here. Now, the Bruins will be in action tomorrow against Montreal, a team that's fairly surprising. They are fourth from the bottom in the Eastern Conference, but they are a 500 team minus 31 goal differential and the Bruins, uh, this is a game that they can win. It will be a, another era's game for the Bruins. They've been doing this against original six teams. So you can expect them to wear their special original six Jersey and they will be celebrating the 1986 to 2000 years, Uh, a kind of a lean group for the Boston Bruins, uh, Ray Bork, Rick Middleton joined forces with Cam Neely, Reggie Lemelin. Uh, They did go to the finals in uh, 88 and 90, but before that, you know, it was a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, And then, you know, this, that tail end of this era is when I really became a Bruins fan. Those, that 1990 team specifically, I've told the story on the pod before, but my sister was a huge Oilers fan, and I really dug into my Bruins fandom then that had come from my dad uh, just to really grind her gears a little bit. Uh, so I'm excited to see anytime you celebrate Bork, Neely, uh, I'm all in. So uh, I'm excited to see that tomorrow night. The Bruins looks like they could have some reinforcements back in the lineup. I'm just looking at Fluto Shinzawa's tweet this morning. Brad Marshawn not practicing. He's getting the night off a little bit. But yeah, Brad Marshawn getting the day off from practice. So James Van Riemsdyk bumped up to the top line, skating with Charlie Coyle and David Pasternak. Matt Potra back up on the second line, skating with Pavel Zaka and Jake DeBrusk. We have Jacob Lauko on the third line. From where he scored last night, playing with Morgan Geeky, Trent Frederick, Johnny Beecher remains the odd man out with Heinen skating with Bulkvist and Steen. Not sure I love that. I would like to see Beecher getting those face-off reps in there. He's one of the team's best face-off men. On defense, Grizzlik, McAvoy, Lindholm, Witherspoon, Lorai, Shattenkirk, forboard Carlo. Not sure what to make of those pairings there wire for and carlo as the extras maybe just getting them some rest now in terms of the montreal canadians again a very beatable team here for our boston bruins this game will take place at 7 p.m eastern at td garden and the canadians not coming into this one super hot 4-4-2 four, four over their last 10 they lost last night to the ottawa senators it's the third of four meetings between these two teams. Montreal did win the first one 3-2 in overtime back on November 11th. The Bruins took the last meeting 5-2, which was played just a week later. Montreal has the 21st ranked power play, the 28th ranked penalty kill. Boston's top five in both, fifth on the power play, fourth on the penalty kill, and... Montreal's offense, somewhat poor, <laughs> to say the least. 28th ranked, their defense is 24th ranked. The Bruins' offense, 11th ranked, and their defense is 5th ranked. So, a very winnable game for the Bruins on a night where they will be honoring the 86-2000 to 2000 era. Do keep an eye on the top line for the Canadians, though. Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, and... Yuraf Sapkowski have really come on as of late as a unit. Sean Monahan, perhaps a trade deadline target. If these two teams can make some uh, make some history and come together and make a trade, uh, he would be a very good kind of low-risk add for, uh, for the time being. So, yeah, that's the story here today. Locked on Boston Bruins. Hats off to David Pasternak. Look for them to keep it going against the, um, oh my gosh, I'm just saying this again. Rachel Dory from the Staff and Graph Podcast has Pachanak seventh on her Hart Trophy candidates list behind McKinnon, McDavid, Matthews, Kucherov, Hellebuck, and Elias Pedersen. I mean, he's got to be at least in the top five. Sorry, folks. Anyways, that's it for today's episode. Off to Welland, Ontario tomorrow for some OBL basketball and um, be back on Monday to bring you all the latest on the black and gold because we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends. Have a fantastic weekend.